Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark K from The Mark K Show. Thanks for checking out The Mark K Show podcast. We'd love for you to join our official Katriot network so that we can stay in touch with you and you can stay in touch with us. It's easy. Go to markk.com. That's M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E.com. Join the Katriot network and get a free copy of the Katriot Manifesto. Markk.com. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound Mark, good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. Mark, you need to play the rest of that Charlemagne the God clip because basically the way you cut it off makes it sound like you're hiding something derogatory that he said afterwards. So play the rest of the clip or I probably just won't listen to you anymore because you're no better than a liberal. Oh, I'm fighting words, right? No better than a liberal. I'm fighting wow. words. Everything's better than a than a liberal. Anyway, we, uh, you know, I, maybe, maybe I will, maybe I won't play the rest of the Charlemagne the God clip, but I'll be honest with you. I'm not hiding anything. I'm not hiding everything. I am an open book. I tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Uh, so help me God. For example, I will begin today's show by letting you know that one of the members of my staff already has two big strikes against her, against them. Sorry, I didn't want to, I didn't want to pin, well, I guess the cat's out of the bag now. Hannah has started the show, the show's only 30 <laughs> seconds old, she already has two big strikes against her. What? The first strike is that uh, we all, we all agreed to come Dad, wearing don't you our, dare. We all agreed to uh, come, to, we were going to wear our same shirts on the stream today, our Remember Mar-a-Lago merch, which is available exclusively at markkshop.com. This is the, I have the white hoodie on, Jay has the Heather Gray t-shirt, uh, Hannah has at, the mauve, she has the mauve hoodie, also I got her husband a little hat. Yeah, which he wears is, it every day. He wears it every day, and I said, okay, today Hey guys, what we'll do is we'll all wear Remember Mar-a-Lago stuff on the stream to promote the new line of apparel. And Jay showed up wearing his t-shirt. I showed up wearing my hoodie. Hannah, describe your outfit to everybody. Before I do that, yes. I have a question. Yes. Uh, are your are your legs feeling warm? Are my legs feeling warm? Yeah. Why? Because your pants are on fire right now because you're being a big fat liar. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes. Anyone can tune into the stream that see that and see that one of these three well, things is, is not correct, like the but other. That is correct, because you and Jay must have a little texty text with each other where you guys decided that you were wearing them and then didn't clue me no, in. No, it's I not a conspiracy or anything. It's not a, that's right. It's not Thursday, Hannah. Save that for tinfoil hat day. It's you Tuesday. You guys didn't tell me. I love to match. You know I love matching. I mean, usually you do, so I was a little shocked. That was, uh, that was strike number one. By by the way, if you would like some Remember Mar-a-Lago gear like Jay and I are wearing, uh -huh. then uh, definitely visit markkshop.com. That was the first strike. Then immediately before the show, we were listening to the news and they were talking about Hurricane, what's her name, Irene or Fiona? Fiona. Fiona. And Hannah goes, man, I really am in the mood for a hurricane. <laughs> 
And at first, I thought she meant the tasty alcoholic <laughs> beverage made popular by uh, made popular by Jimmy Buffett and Alan Jackson in their song Five O'clock Somewhere. But no, she meant an actual. I go, what do you mean? She goes, you know, I just love a hurricane sitting at home. Power goes out. Sound of the generator in the background. I could use a good hurricane. Okay, but in our defense, Jacksonville never gets really hit. Well, so like when when we quote unquote get hit, it's like the outer bands where it doesn't really do. Much damage. I mean, it does enough. I, that, I I quickly scolded her because not only is there the devastation to our beautiful coastline, not only is there the financial, uh, you know, the financial loss, and of course the tragic loss of life and limb. Well, yeah. But probably the worst thing that happens in a hurricane is that all the radio stations play weather twenty four seven, and you don't get to hear the Mark K show. Well, what do you want me to wish for? I'm used to having snow days in Washington. We don't have any of those fun things here. Why don't you just wish for everything to just be normal and sunny all the time like yeah. florida always is. oh blah blah boo bad good weather in the mark k show blah <laughs> what could be worse that's two i'm just saying i'm just letting you know <laughs> i don't going have any into more the, strikes left going there's two you have one more so there's three hours hopefully you can get through um <sighs> totally that's a long time it sure it sure is <laughs> 855-940-MARK is our number 855-940-6275 thanks so much for joining us today folks we really appreciate it man there's so much we got to get to there's ron DeSantis news again now people in texas one particular sheriff is investigating ron DeSantis for criminal behavior after he flew immigrants to uh flew immigrants to martha's vineyard in, in massachusetts a sanctuary state and left them there um of course there's no actual laws that seem to have been broken but we'll get you more on that story in this ridiculous sheriff from texas whose feelings were hurt and who is also i believe trying to make a political play for himself off of the coattails of uh super governor governor ron DeSantis. also also don lemon we spoke about how don lemon got demoted the other day how he's being moved off of nights to the morning show and they're they're teaming up with these two other women and how everyone's supposedly really excited about it over at cnn but really it's it's a huge demotion and it's probably it's probably the beginning of the end for Don Lemon. I really, truly believe that the only reason Don Lemon wasn't fired the way that Brian Stelter was is because Don Lemon is gay and Don Lemon is black and the suits at CNN didn't need any more uh, lawyers breathing down their necks. So whatever time is left on his contract, he'll be living out probably on this new and improved Don Lemon morning show that everyone's excited about. Well, we have some actual proof as to why Don Lemon may have been demoted because it seems like he's not really capable of you know doing his job anymore and uh we'll get you that clip in just a minute plus joe biden man when this guy puts his foot in his mouth he puts it all the way down there he opens up his mouth wide he, sho he shoves both of them in and he doesn't care he doesn't care who knows it after joe biden went on 60 minutes this past weekend and said this the pandemic is over the pandemic is over everybody and their mother went on television and on the uh, news shows and on twitter to point out that joe biden is actually wrong the pandemic isn't over if you notice no one's wearing masks everybody seems to be in pretty good shape yeah so well you know we're just going to declare this pandemic over dr fauci you remember him he was probably the biggest uh, name that they got out there immediately like yesterday I mean, this whole this clip on on 60 Minutes where Scott Pelley was talking to to, to uh, Joe Biden and Joe Biden says the pandemic's over. The pandemic is over. Doctor Fauci, he must like the the bat phone, the Fauci phone must have been ringing off the hook. You know, like the big red phone with the it's a big red phone, no dial. It just rings. It's the hotline. He's like Fauci here. What did he say? Oh God, shut that guy. All right, I'll get ready for the news shows tomorrow. And then yesterday, here's what he said to walk back the president's comments. We are not where we need to be. 
if we're going to be able to, quote, live with the virus, because we know we're not going to eradicate it. We only did that with one virus, which is smallpox. And that was very different. That was very different. We're, we're not where we need to be. So Joe Biden says, look, everybody's healthy. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. Yeah, so the pandemic must be over. The pandemic is over. Oh, but Dr. Fauci's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Do not listen to the old man on the television. Listen to me, the other old man on the television. We are not where we need to be with COVID. For example, there's an election coming up in 49 days. If the pandemic is over, then people might actually go out to the polls instead of staying at home waiting for their mail-in ballots. If the pandemic is over, then a lot of states and municipalities and places like that may pull the, uh, the early voting windows uh, because the pandemic's over. There's no concern anymore. There's a lot of things that the pandemic created that can now be uncreated because Joe Biden has declared the pandemic to be over. One of those things, by the way, is his own student loan repayment plan. Do you remember this whole student loan repayment plan? Yes, yeah, I didn't you, know if that was rhetorical. Or no, that was not a rhetorical. That's like, but yes, I appreciate I you waiting. That. I appreciate you waiting for confirmation. Thank you. That was not. That was very good. Uh, you still have two strikes, though. The Joe Biden student loan repayment plan was going to be ten thousand dollars or more, depending on you know how much you got beforehand and if you got a Pell Grant and all these other things that he was going to repay to students who were not even having trouble repaying their loans, just had the outstanding loans. And it was a big to-do because everyone was saying, well, does he even have the power and authority to do this? Nancy Pelosi said a couple of years ago, you, you can't actually do this as president. But then when Joe Biden decided to do it to buy some votes for the midterms, she changed her tune and said, oh, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. And actually, you do. The president does have the authority to do this, so let's go ahead and do it. Let's start writing out more checks to try to get more support in the midterms. And when Corinne Jean-Pierre was pressed about this in the White House press briefing, uh, she, uttered the, um, she uttered this new line of information saying that the reason that Joe Biden can forgive these loans based on financial harms caused by COVID-19 is because of the HERO Act. That's right. The HERO Act gave unprecedented presidential powers to Joe Biden because of COVID. We, it was a national emergency. It was a pandemic. And in a pandemic, the government has to take serious, serious action. So it's for everybody's safety. It's for the benefit of all Americans. It's a national health crisis for crying out loud, folks. Give Joe Biden whatever power he wants. Not that he needs, but that he wants. And President Joe Biden used that power he said, using the HEROES Act, a law passed after the 9-11 terrorist attacks, by the way, uh, to demand the Secretary of Education to provide relief from student loan payments during times of war or national emergency. Well, Joe Biden took that to a whole new level. It's a national emergency. It's a pandemic. We are going to use this HEROES Act and we are going to forgive all these debt payments from all of these students who we hope are going to vote for Democrats in November. And uh, we're going to do it with the authority that we gave, well, ourselves. Well, that was then. This is now. Yesterday, Joe Biden declared... The pandemic is over. The pandemic is over, and he did it on national television, and that clip went viral, and it's everywhere, and now everybody knows that Joe Biden said the pandemic is over. Well, if the pandemic is over, isn't the national emergency also over? If the pandemic is over, is there no longer a, a significant health threat to the United States of America and to her citizens? Isn't it, isn't it no longer necessary for the president to have these very special powers that have been reserved for times of crises? There's no more crises. 
the pandemic is over. And we know that because Joe Biden said so. The pandemic is over. And now so is potentially this great big student loan repayment plan that the Democrats were all thrilled about. This thing that he's been trying to do for God, since he got into office, he promised this as a campaign promise before he even got to the White House that he was going to repay student loan payments and people were going to get more money that these, uh, these abhorrent college loans were going to be subsidized now, now by the federal government and he finally figured out a way to do it and man elizabeth warren was jumping for joy and bernie sanders was so excited and aoc was like well finally he did something right he must want to date me and now all of a sudden joe biden by declaring the pandemic is over has basically given republicans and the courts and the states and everybody else who is fighting this ridiculous mandate in court who's fighting this ridiculous repayment program for no reason other than to garner uh, support for democrats in the midterm elections and beyond He's given them all the evidence they need because they can just walk into court and say, uh, yes, Your Honor, Joe Biden claims that because we're in a pandemic, he can use the HEROES Act to repay these student loans. However, Joe Biden on the on uh, September the 18th on a, an episode of 60 Minutes declared that the pandemic was over. We have the clip right here if you haven't yet seen it. The pandemic is over. There you are. The uh, the prosecution rests. And then the court, <laughs> then the judge is going to look at the defense and say, all right, uh, lawyer for the Biden administration, do you have anything? And the defense attorney is going to be like, oh, I got, I got nothing. Here's my resume. Are you looking for, I'm looking for work because I can't work for this, this clown anymore. Uh, so that's what Joe Biden did. He opened up his mouth. He stuck his big foot in it. And in doing so, he has taken away the largest power that he's given himself. He's taken away one of the biggest tools that, I mean, aside from himself being a big tool, he's taken away one of the biggest tools that he had, that the Democrats had, that the administration had to control the public. Vaccine mandates for the military? We're in a pandemic. Let's fire teachers and, and firefighters and police officers in New York City that don't, don't want to get vaccinated. We should do that. It's a pandemic, forcing people to wear masks and get vaccinations and boosters. And, you know, if you want to go on federal property, you've got to be, you've got to be sufficiently ju juiced up with our, with our government-mandated vaccines. That is, of course, until the pandemic's over, which Joe Biden has just inadvertently declared over. I mean, and he's got great proof. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. Yeah, there you go. So let's just call the pandemic over. Man, Dr. Fauci, you know that guy's thinking, why did I wait till December to retire? Why didn't I just give my two weeks notice? Oh, yeah, I got to sell that book at Christmas. I got that book coming out in November, and I want it to be a bestseller for Christmas. All right, well... I'll stay through December. Little did he know that he was going to have to go on television Monday morning and walk back the president of the United States, who for years has been telling us that we are in the middle of a once-in-a-century pandemic, that we've got to stay the course, that we've got to get vaccinated and wear masks and get boosted, and that it's we're a long way home and everybody can't go to work unless you're vaccinated, can't go to school unless you're vaccinated. And now all of a sudden, in one fell swoop, the pandemic is over because Joe Biden wanted to show off at the Detroit Auto Show. Joe Biden wanted to go to the Detroit Auto Show and drive that Corvette. Man, he wanted to rev that Corvette's engine. And the only way he could do so was to walk around with Scott Pelley and tell everybody, hey, pandemic's over, folks. <laughs> Sorry, folks, pandemic's over. Moose out front should have told you. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-MARK is our number. We have so much more to get to. Like I said, I will play, I'll play you that Charlemagne the God clip, the whole one just to show you I ain't hiding nothing. And also, uh, we do have some information about Ron DeSantis. Plus, 
the uh, the primary candidates for the Republican nomination in 2024, they are starting to line up, which is good news and bad news for, well, the Republican primary candidates in 2024. All that, uh, how dumb are they? What else do we have today on Tuesday? Trivia, American Trivia Warrior? Yeah. Right, Hannah? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. And uh, maybe we'll do some of Hannah's hot takes, too, uh, because it is Tuesday, and that's something that's something we like to do. Quick break, folks. More and more K-Show coming up right after this. Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. You know, we were talking yesterday a little bit about uh, celebrities that are conservative. It, it popped up because, I don't remember why it popped up, but we started talking about it. for Oh, it was because of Pat Sajak from Wheel of Fortune getting canceled on Twitter for posing with Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's what led to the conversation. And one of the people we mentioned was Tim Allen. Well, wouldn't you know it, Tim Allen was trending on Twitter today because he made a joke, a joke about the president. And he didn't make a president. I didn't make a comment about how liberal the president was, how how much of a dumb idiot Democrat he was. He simply made a joke about the president, and all of a sudden, the trolls on Twitter and everywhere else wanted to cancel him. Here was Tim Allen's tweet from 7:22 p.m. yesterday. Biden was on 60 Minutes. I heard he asked how long the show was. Now, <laughs> right? Funny joke. That was hilarious. Yeah, Hannah liked it. Lighthearted. Very lighthearted. Didn't really, I mean, it just, all he's doing is calling the man stupid, not, you know, a lousy Democrat or a crazy socialist or any of those things. But man, you'd have thought he'd have done all that stuff uh, by the way the Twitter trolls have attacked him. And they don't, if it had been any, if it had been Dave Chappelle, maybe a different story. If it had been, name a liberal comedian. Kathy Griffin? Sure. Fine. They probably, she would have been, oh, Kathy, you're so witty. But it's Tim Allen who's a known conservative in Hollywood. So all of a sudden, he's though he needs to get canceled. Biden was on 60 Minutes. I heard he asked how long the show was. That's not funny, ultra MAGA dude. Ultra MAGA light year. 855-940-MARK is our number. Quick break. More with uh, Charlemagne the God and Ron DeSantis. It's coming up on the Mark K Show. Where entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. Oh, yeah, it is. And it's only... I can't believe it's only Tuesday. I'm having so much fun. I feel like it's a Friday, but that's what happens when you, uh, that's what happens when you love what you do and you know that you, that you got a goal. So you got to have a goal folks. And our goal is really exciting. Our goal is to save the Republic. That's the, it's not just a catchy name for our podcast. Mark K saves the Republic. It's also our, our mission statement here on the Mark K show. And really in life, we come in here every day and we let you know the truth. We let you know the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help us God. And we help you spread that truth to other people. A couple different ways you can do it. You can uh, you can go to markk.com and sign up for our Katriot network, and that way you can you can share the links and the ideas, and the, uh, we'll send you the Katriot manifesto absolutely free. Um, you can listen to the show. You can share our podcast. You can share our live streams and videos, and really get the word spread all around, so everybody knows how important it is to keep America conservative, uh, to keep America patriotic, and to keep America out of the control of those people who are, well, let's face it out of control. 855-940-MARK is our number, and it seems to be working because yesterday I played this clip from Charlemagne the God, noted, noted hip-hop morning show host 
and noted African-American icon and noted political uh, icon as well, because he's the guy that uh, Joe Biden said this to. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. And that was one of the, I mean, that's one of the moments that propelled Charlemagne the God from stardom to superstardom. And then, of course, later on, he said, you know, I'm not voting for Joe Biden because of that remark. Because of that remark, one of the one of the most popular black talk show hosts with a huge African-American audience and a huge amount of influence uh, said, I'm not voting for Joe Biden. He did say, however, he was going to vote for Kamala Harris. So we could still blame him for that. But in the end, I don't think he's voting for either of them anymore because he said this about Ron DeSantis. For months, Republican governors have sent busloads of illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities like New York, D.C., and Chicago with the message of, if you like them so much, they're yours, okay? Well, just in time for Hispanic Heritage Month, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis upped the game by sending two plane folds of immigrants to the East Coast elite's favorite vacation island, Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. I personally think it's genius. Whoa! And then the panel looked at him and gave him these dirty looks. Well, I played that clip yesterday, and some guy called me out and said, you're hiding something. You edited it. You made it seem like he said something else, but you wanted it to sound one way or the other. And just, you know, I don't do that. If I edit something or if I cut it short, it's because I have more that I would like to say, and I don't necessarily need to give Charlemagne the God, who has five times the audience I do, any more free publicity. But I will play you the rest of the clip to prove not only that I'm not hiding anything, which I, you should already know, but also to show you how the tides are turning against Joe Biden, how the tides are turning against Kamala Harris, how the tides are turning against Democrats, and how more and more every single day that these clowns are in office, every single day that Joe Biden's out there sticking his foot in his mouth saying the pandemic's over, saying we're going to bomb China if they bomb Taiwan, saying all these ridiculous things, every time Kamala Harris is out there saying just days, mind you, before a busload of immigrants shows up on her front porch that the border is secure... It, after after years of this happening and two more years to go, the African-American electorate, electorate is realizing that Democrats do not have their best interests at heart. The only people that Democrats care about are the Democrats. And if they really want change, if they really want someone to take notice, then maybe Republicans are the way to go. So here is the second part of the Charlemagne the God clip. I personally think it's genius. But I wish that governors like Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott would give Democratic governors and mayors more of a heads up, because then that would expose the hypocrisy of the Democrats, which is they don't want immigrants here either. Look at that. It's Charlemagne the God saying they're good. They, we need to more uh, easily expose the hypocrisy of the Democrats. What? Oh, my goodness. The, the Democrats at the DNC are rolling over in their... Well, they're not dead yet, but they're rolling over in their in their really expensive uh, velvet couches and their and their big leather chairs that they bought probably with taxpayer money. They are just beside themselves. They can't believe that Charlemagne the God is saying that Democratic governors are hypocrites because they don't want immigrants either. When Ron DeSantis proved it, and the only thing Charlemagne the God would have done differently is to let the governors know ahead of time so that they could have made it public. They could have been waiting there with with police vehicles and fire trucks to say, ah, get. Turn that plane around. We don't want them here. It's probably number one, the reason why Ron DeSantis didn't do that. And number two, you're not supposed to give these people warning. Guess who doesn't have warning that immigrants are flooding into the country? People in Arizona. People in the Texas border towns. I mean, by now, it's a way of life for them. They just assume 
that it's happening. They just assume that these immigrants are going to be pouring into their towns and into their neighborhoods and walking through their backyards and filling up their hospitals and their schools and their parks and their homeless shelters. They just, it's a way of life for them. But nobody ever announces, by the way, 10,000 immigrants about to come across the border. Be prepared. Nobody's given the choice. The people in Arizona don't have the choice to call out the National Guard and have them flown, I don't know, to some kind of base, some kind of area, to Area 51. Isn't that, that's in New Mexico somewhere, right? That's pretty close by. Yeah. What if we turned Area 51 into a real alien paradise? I mean, supposedly there's aliens there already, so get the illegal ones and the interstellar ones together I mean, it's a big enough place from what I hear. I've seen the satellite footage and, that, and a, you know, a couple of, couple of uh, YouTube videos ab about it. But it seems like, you know, a, a no-brainer, a win-win. Aliens of all kind can just go and live happily at Area 51. But this is a big problem for the Democrats when Charlemagne the God is calling your governors hypocrites and saying Ron DeSantis... A Republican, a conservative Republican, an ultra MAGA Republican, a Trump Republican, when Ron DeSantis is a genius, and the governor of Massachusetts, and the governor of Illinois, and Mayor Lori Lightfoot, and all these other people are hypocrites. That is a big problem. They got another big problem, besides Joe Biden being the head of their uh, party. They've got another big problem. Fox News, Sean Hannity sent a reporter to Martha's Vineyard to get the real story about how Martha's Vineyard residents feel about Ron DeSantis sending immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. Listen to this woman. Her name is Elizabeth Bostrom, and she is a longtime resident of Martha's Vineyard. Were you surprised when they arrived? No, I wasn't. And I actually, I really praise him for doing that because it wasn't a stunt. I know the media has been saying it's a stunt. But, um, you know, how do you get the attention of... Of, of the administration? How do you get the attention of Harris, who's supposed to be in charge of this? That Do you think she's been a good border czar? I don't, it's really a joke, and everyone knows it. Uh, it's really a joke. Kamala Harris as a border czar? That's a good one. I haven't heard a joke that funny since yesterday on the Mark K show during Talk Like a Pirate Day. Ha 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 ha. Arr. Kamala Harris is a joke. The border czar position is a joke. The open border is a joke. Joe Biden is a joke. This whole thing is a joke. And this Martha's Vineyard resident is glad that Governor DeSantis sent these immigrants to her home to, to shed light on the issue that's going on. Why are all these immigrants in our country? Why is it that these sanctuary cities are turning them away? And why is it that Joe Biden and border czar Kamala Harris are doing squat about it? It's a joke. Only it's not, it's not at all funny. Uh, another guy who's very upset with Ron DeSantis, which, by the way, I'm going to be honest with you, if you've got now Charlemagne the God and residents of Martha's Vineyard, both of whom are supposed to be furious at Ron DeSantis and Republicans for this quote-unquote political stunt, if you've got them on Ron DeSantis' side, if you've got them attacking Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, if you've got them saying Ron DeSantis is a genius and Kamala Harris is a joke, well, then chalk one up for Ron DeSantis because he's beating you over and over and over again. And he is exposing exactly what Charlemagne said, the hypocrisy of these Democrat governor governors and not just the governors, but the vice presidents and the presidents, quote unquote, as well. 855-940-MARK is our number. Somebody else who hates Ron DeSantis or maybe just kind of taken advantage of the situation maybe seize an in to bolster his own political cred credentials, get his name out there, maybe ride the coattails of Ron DeSantis's marketing department and PR department and, and try, to, try to boost his own career, is a guy from 
what is it called? I want to make sure. Hold on, let me let me read this because if I mispronounce it, then everyone's gonna everyone's gonna yell at me. And by everybody, I mean like four people. But they'll do it really loudly. It's a guy from where is this? The the sheriff, a Democrat sheriff from Bexar County in Texas. His name is Javier Salazar, and he has announced that the Bexar County Sheriff's Office is investigating crimes. Uh, uh, that may have been committed during the flights of migrants from Texas by Governor Ron DeSantis to Martha's Vineyard. Florida gave them an opportunity to seek green. Okay, here we have a clip from him. This is the guy. He's a uh, he's a sheriff in Bexar County. Bexar County, by the way, is basically San Antonio. San Antonio, Texas, home of the Alamo. Uh, this guy runs the joint. He's the sheriff. And he's not happy with Ron DeSantis, and he's investigating this. What infuriates me the most about this case is that here we have 48 people that are already on, on hard times, uh, right? They are here legally in our country at that point. They have every right to be where they are. And I believe that they were preyed upon. Somebody came from out of state, preyed upon these people, um, lured them with promises of, of a better life, which is what they were absolutely looking for, and with the knowledge that they were going to cling to whatever hope they could, they could be offered for a better life, uh, to just be uh, exploited and uh, hoodwinked into making this trip to Florida and then onward to Martha's Vineyard for what I believe to be nothing more than political posturing uh, to make a point. Oh, it's Bear County, Texas. Is that right? Yes. Where did you hear that? Um, everyone on Rumble is typing it out. Oh, well, then they would they probably know. Bear County, Texas. So the X is silent. I guess so. All right. Well, we'll have to, either that or Rumble's playing a big trick. It doesn't matter. This guy from uh, from Bear County, Texas, this sheriff is saying that Ron DeSantis, again, like many people in the Democrat Party are doing, echoing the phrases, political stunt. He would, these people are pawns. He took advantage of them. We're investigating this case, blah, 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 blah. Clearly, this guy's trying to get national attention. Well, Ron DeSantis is no dummy. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he knows exactly how to fire back at everybody, and he has he has an argument to shut you down. And once again, he fired back at uh, this Democrat in Texas who took shots at him in Bear County. The Daily Wire reports uh, that Salazar admitted he could not name any laws that were broken, and he did not name any suspects. Ryan Savadre. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right either, wrote uh, breaking the Democrat sheriff in Bear County, Texas, who opened up an investigation into the 50 illegal immigrants being flown to Martha's Vineyard, says he cannot point to any criminal statuses that have been violated, statutes that have been violated, just says that it was, quote unquote, distasteful. Well, your job as sheriff is not to is not to investigate distasteful acts or things that you believe are distasteful. It's to uphold the law. Uh, DeSantis said at a press conference that the people who were contracted gave the illegal immigrants a release form to sign and a packet that included a map of Martha's Vineyard. So it was obvious that that's where they were going, and they gave that to them, DeSantis added. Florida's Voice reported Monday that they obtained one of the brochures that the illegal migrants were given prior to heading to Martha's Vineyard. The publication said that they confirmed the information with the governor's office. The brochure, which was written in both English and Spanish, is titled Massachusetts Refugee Benefits, Massachusetts Beneficios para Refugiados, and includes pictures of Massachusetts. Then he went on to say, look, uh, these people went to a sanctuary town. They went to a place where they were given the opportunity to be, to be taken care of. That is not Florida. 
And then also Ron DeSantis uh, pointed out that Bear County, Texas, is the same place where 54 migrants died in a hot truck that was abandoned on the side of the road uh, under this sheriff's jurisdiction. So really, what Ron DeSantis did was help about 50 or so immigrants find a safer place to land, a safer place where they could get the things that they need to survive and to thrive in the United States of America. He sent them to a sanctuary place, a state that, that says, bring us your tired and your poor, and we will do the best that we can to get them off of Martha's Vineyard and into a, uh, into a military base where they can be fed and housed and given money and whatnot. What happened in Bear County, Texas, was that migrants in a truck died of heat exhaustion because the sheriff there didn't do his part to actually uphold the law. You know, they used to say, don't mess with Texas, but right now, I think the answer uh, is uh, don't mess with don't mess with Ron DeSantis. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275 is our number. If you want to give us a buzz, I will take a couple of your phone calls here in just a minute. On the way, since it is Tuesday, we do want to keep you in, in, uh, abreast of the situation. American Trivia Warrior returns today and Hannah's Hot Takes, where we give Hannah a list of topics and 30 seconds to, you know, let us know everything she knows or thinks about those particular topics. Very informative and entertaining if you've never heard it before. Uh, plus, we'll play some How Dumb Are They and give away some Marque Show swag. That's on the way, too. 855-940-MARK is our number. Quick break. We will be right back. Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. Taryn Fenske, Communications Director for Governor Ron DeSantis. Could be Fenske, could be Fenk. Things are being spelled with a lot of silent letters these days. Uh, she wrote, immigrants have been more than willing to leave Bear County after being abandoned, homeless, and left to fend for themselves. Florida gave them an opportunity to seek greener pastures in a sanctuary jurisdiction that offered greater resources for them, as we expected. Unless the Massachusetts National Guard has abandoned these individuals, they have been provided accommodations, sustenance, clothing, and more options to succeed following their unfair enticement into the United States. Unlike the 53 immigrants who died in a truck found abandoned in Bear County this June. Thanks, Taryn. Communications Director Governor Ron DeSantis. Again, the sheriff of a county where 53 illegal immigrants died needlessly, is attacking Ron DeSantis for saving the lives of 50-some-odd uh, immigrants from Texas and sending them to a place where they're receiving pretty much everything they wanted when they were unfairly enticed to this country. And that's the key phrase there, as when they were unfairly enticed to this country, because that's exactly what happened. They were enticed by the Joe Biden administration to come to the United States with the hopes that there would be jobs ready for them, $15 an hour, enticed to the United States with the, the, the um, promise of, oh, you know, a path to citizenship so that they would never be deported. They could stay here. They could even vote for elected officials. They were enticed with all of these things. And now they get here, they find out that there's coyotes that are smuggling them for, uh, you know, terrible, horrible purposes, that there's crime running rampant, that they don't necessarily have all the opportunities that that they were enticed to believe unfairly that they were going to have. And Florida, the governor of Florida and his staff were the ones that blew the lid off of all of that. 855-940-MARK is our number. This is Eric in Edgewater, Florida. Eric, how are you? Thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. What's going on? 
It's getting to be a greater day to be a Patriot, Mark. I love it. What's on your mind, Eric? What do you want to say? Uh, DeSantis is a genius, to quote Charlemagne the God, who I never thought would have said that about DeSantis. Um, he forced he forced the Democrats to show that they're really just virtue signaling. The left is eating itself, and I don't think they understand that they're boiling the frog all wrong. What's your take on that? Uh, I think probably you're one hundred percent accurate about everything. And the only like the best way to to discourage a Democrat or to make people realize what Democrats are really up to is to make them prove what they say is true. Put their money where their mouth is. You say you're for immigrants. You say you're a sanctuary city. Great. Here's some immigrants. What you going to do now? And we've all seen it's the same thing they do with every single issue. They virtue signal for votes. But when it comes down to it, there's a reason why all those urban voters that they've been going after for years are still living in urban decay. Because the Democrats don't care about the problem. All they care about is exploiting the problem for political and financial gain. Quick break. We'll be right back. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. Dang, Mark. You are on fire today. Keep it up, buddy. Well, thank you. I think I will for at least another two hours. He's eight, married. Eight five five nine. <laughs> oh yes. Also, I'm married. But thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Eight five five nine four zero. Mark is our number. Eight five five nine four zero. Mark, if you're trying to get through, uh, real quick, I want to get to the. Uh, I want to get to this interesting story about. There's this interesting story about. Um, what's his name? Don Lemon. But before we get to that, let's go to Rick in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. Hi, Rick. How are you? Hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. I'm Absolutely. good. Oh, good. Oh, good. Rick, I'm so glad. What's going on, sir? What do you want to say today? Well, I just want to follow up to your previous uh, episode about this sheriff in, in Bear County, yeah. uh, Texas. Yeah, I, Bear I County, so Texas. Texas. It's Bear County, yeah, which was, is, it's interesting because it's spelled B-E-X-A-R and it's pronounced Bear, but Texas is, yeah. is not spelled T, it's pronounced T's. Got it. Yeah. Well, I was just, I was in law enforcement for 29 years. Okay. And I was just so appalled by what this sheriff down there did, yeah. mainly all for political gain. Uh, it's just ridiculous. I have relatives in San Antonio, Texas, and I'm sure they're suffering from the plight of this whole you know, illegal immigration thing. Oh, sure. So anyway, what's interesting is I looked him up on the web, and I found the website for comments to his sheriff's department, yeah. and I tried sending it two different times, and both times it was blocked. Oh, Which I leads me to believe that they either have their website turned off or they're just being inundated with aggravated uh, people across the country like myself. You know, and again, being law enforcement, Rick, and I imagine uh, you could probably answer this better than anyone, a sheriff, a police officer, uh, somebody like that, that that's in charge of a local county or a local uh, you know, uh, city or state, uh, their job is to protect the citizens of that county or state, correct? Their job is not to go and investigate crimes that may have been committed in other states. Absolutely. Oh, God. Just, Absolutely. Just making sure. And I, was... I don't even know why he thinks he would have jurisdiction to go after a governor of, a, of another state. Yeah. But the whole thing was just a big political ploy as far as I'm concerned. Rick, you're absolutely right. Ridiculous. 
And it's a black eye for all law enforcement officers all across the country for him to, to, to take this step. Yeah. Just my honest opinion. Well, hey, we'll keep trying that website and let us know if you ever get your comment through. Uh, 855 They do that, by the way. The Democrats, they do that as soon, man, as soon as they start to get the heat or as soon as they realize that not everybody in the world believes the way that they believe or has their back when they say or do something stupid. Because that's the, that's the big myth of liberalism. When you're a liberal, when you're a Democrat, when you're one of these, you know, teachers who goes into school and starts talking about your sexuality and your gender with your young kindergarten students, you think that everybody's going to be behind you. You falsely believe that everyone's going to have your back. When you're a school board official and you start teaching critical race theory or demanding that students violate the direct order of the governor by wearing a mask because you are personally afraid for your life because uh, of the propaganda coming out of Dr. Fauci's office about COVID. When you do those kinds of things, they assume Democrats and liberals and these socialist weirdos, they believe that the whole world is behind them. They just think, well, of course, everybody wants to have an abortion. And everybody thinks that the Supreme Court is wrong for denying a woman the right to choose, which, A, they didn't even do, and B, it ain't even true. So you've got these, uh, it's, it's a weird thing, and they're shocked. They're really shocked. They are beside themselves. They, they break down. They can't even understand how not everybody feels the same way. And this sheriff in Texas, in Bear County, Texas, uh, this sheriff, this guy, he, he put this statement out there. He went after Ron DeSantis, which is not something you want to do. He went after this whole, uh, this whole migrant move to Martha's Vineyard, which, again, everybody seems to be happy. Ron DeSantis is happy because he got everybody talking about the border again. The folks in Martha's Vineyard are happy because they got rid of the immigrants. The immigrants are happy because they're nowhere near the border. They're not going to be deported. They got brand new clothes, stuffed animals. They got they got lobster rolls. And now they're chilling in the Massachusetts, uh, you know, National Guard um, commune. And they're having probably, you know, they're probably have never felt safer in their entire lives. So it's a win, win, win. Why this sheriff is now jumping in to the fray uh, lead, you know, there's only one reason, and that is for political gain. But once again, assumes that everybody feels the same way, believes the press, believes the media, believes social media, believes Twitter, which is the worst thing you can do. Democrats will believe what Twitter says, and they will take it for the majority opinion. And so they'll go out there and they'll say something stupid like, I'm investigating Ron DeSantis for potential crimes against humanity because of what he did with these immigrants and sending them to Martha's Vineyard. Imagining, believing that everybody in the world is behind him and will have his back and feels the same way because that's what Twitter told him. And then when they do it, they realize everybody ain't feeling the same way. Not everybody has this dude's back. And everybody that doesn't starts going on his website, cut leaving comments, starts going on Twitter, retweeting, doxing him, trolling him, calling him out. And that's when they just shut it all down. Shut it down. I don't actually want to know what the real world's like. I just want to live in the bubble that the media has created for me. Shut it all down. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Speaking of shutting it all down and speaking of living in a bubble, Don Lemon, our favorite former, former CNN late night host, because you remember he got demoted, Chris Licht, who came in to take over CNN and clean house and de-democratify it, uh, you know, de-liberalize it, make it more like an actual news network, you know, the way it used to be, the way it ought to be. Uh, what he did, first of all, was, well, he he didn't, but Chris Cuomo was um, 
exercised, <laughs> the demon of Chris Cuomo was exercised from the network just by sheer happenstance. Then, of course, he had to get rid of Brian Stelter, one of the biggest cancers on uh, on that network, got rid of him, got rid of a couple of other people. The White House dude quit. And now he's going after the real big dogs like Don Lemon. Don Lemon, who's been sitting atop the late night uh, peak at CNN for like nine years. Don Lemon, who has zero credibility, zero idea what he's talking about, and transformed the late night talk show slot at CNN into a, into a, just a, I mean, you, an angry, racist rant fest where he would spew lies and, and, and false narratives about Donald Trump throughout his entire presidency, his entire campaign, the whole mess in Charlottesville, the, uh, the impeachment, not only the first one, but also the second one, and just flat out just lie, lie, lie about the Mueller report, about uh, the, uh, you know, about Spygate, about, you know, the uh, Steele dossier, about insurrection, about anything. If it was Donald Trump, Don Lemon was ready to get on there and call that guy a racist, misogynist, xenophobic, bigoted, uh, homophobe. Any negative, uh, any negative word that he could use against Donald Trump, Don Lemon probably, probably used or meant to if he didn't get around to it in the first nine years. Well, now he's been demoted. And he's moving to the morning show, the morning show on CNN, which nobody watches because not only are they now competing with Fox News and MSNBC in the mornings, but they're competing with Fox News, MSNBC, ABC, CBS and NBC. They all have morning shows, morning shows that are way more popular than anything on CNN. Even MSNBC with Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski is more popular than what they're going to be able to put together on CNN. Fox and Friends with our buddy Brian Kilmeade, way more popular than whatever they're going to put together on CNN. CBS This Morning, The Today Show. Uh, what's the other one? Good Morning America, GMA, as the cool kids call it. All of those are going to just bury Don Lemon, so eventually Chris Lick can just go in there and fire him for having bad ratings. In the meantime, he's got to serve out his sentence, and he had a woman on named Hillary Fordwich. And as you might be able to tell from her cool last name, she's British, she's a teacher, she happens to be white, and she was on with Don Lemon discussing the Queen's uh, funeral procession, what happens now with the monarchy, and they got to the topic of the inheritance because with King Charles III now taking over Buckingham Palace, he becomes one of the richest men in the world, thus you know, inheriting all of the billions and billions of dollars and assets and jewels and everything else that Queen Elizabeth had heralded over for 70 years. In addition to that, his son, Prince William, now takes over the billion-dollar estate where the prince and princess of Wales reside. So a lot of big numbers changing hands, a lot of inheritance changing back and forth. And Don Lemon had a question about that inheritance and why it's not being given back to the people, specifically the African, well, I guess it wouldn't be African-American, it'd be African-British people, but you go, the black people black in England, people. yeah. Then you have the, those who are asking uh, for reparations for colonialism, and they're wondering, you know, $100 billion, $24 billion here and there, $500 million there. Some people want to be paid back, and, uh, and members of the public are wondering, why are we suffering when you are, you know, you have all of this vast wealth? Those are legitimate concerns. All right, so that was the question. What about reparations? There's a lot of people that are wondering, why are we suffering when you have all of this vast wealth, royalty of England? Why are we suffering? Why don't you give us reparations for your colonialism, which means slavery? 
Why don't you use those billions of dollars instead of handing them down to William and Kate and Charles and Charlotte and all those other perfect white people? Why don't you hand out the money to all of the black uh, slave or the uh, descendants of black slaves who have been who've been persecuted and who have suffered under British colonialism? And this woman, Hillary Fordwich, answers him in a way that makes a perfect amount of sense, but also is totally shocking to Don Lemon himself. Listen to this. Well, I think you're right about reparations in terms of if people want it, though, what they need to do is you always need to go back to the beginning of a supply chain. Where was the beginning of the supply chain? That was in Africa. Oh, look at that. Let's go. But let's follow. The, let's follow the supply chain all the way back. And if we follow the supply chain all the way back, we end up in Africa. And you should have seen Don Lemon's face. He was like, wait a minute, are you even going there? But she wasn't even finished. She brought receipts. 2,000 naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery. Why? Because the African kings were rounding up their own people. They had them on cages waiting in the beaches. No one was running into Africa <laughs> to get them. And I think you're totally right. If reparations need to be paid, we need to go right back to the beginning of that supply chain and say, who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffed in cages? Absolutely. That's where they should start. That's right. We should start. You know what, Don Lemon, you are absolutely right. Let's go get reparations from the descendants of the African kings in, in Ghana. And I don't even I don't even pretend I'm not even gonna pretend to know where they were. But in Africa, let's go get reparations from them. The kings and the descendants of the Africans who rounded up their own people and left them waiting on the shore to be picked up like they were UPS packages by the slave traders on those ships. And let's not forget the 2,000 British seamen, brave warriors who tried to stop slavery. She even pointed out Great Britain was the first country to abolish. So you want to talk about abolitionists? Great Britain abolished slavery first, and they sent 2,000 and more soldiers out to the sea to stop those ships, and they died. And they died trying to, white British people died trying to stop the slave trade, which started in Africa with the African kings. She wasn't even done. And maybe, I don't know, the descendants of those families where they died at the, in the high seas trying to stop the slavery, that those families should receive something too, I think, at the same time. <laughs> I mean, I mean... You know, there's an old saying when you're a lawyer, you never ask a question that you don't already know the answer to. Don Lemon should probably take a page from that. He asked this woman why the royal family gets to keep their riches, why they don't give reparations to the, to the descendants of slaves. And she says, you're absolutely right. Let's go back to Africa, get the reparations, give them to all the descendants of the slaves. And while we're at it, let's pay off the families of those 2,000 brave royal troops who died, died in the sea, trying to stop the evil slave trade. What, what do you think about that? What do you, what do you think about that, Don Lemon? Uh, here's what he said. Trying to stop the slavery, that those families should receive something too, I think, at the same time. Oh, wait, I had his reaction. It was very pathetic. Uh, he basically said, yes, this is a... Uh, this is a very interesting discussion. We'll have to um, we'll have to get back to it at a future time. Wait, I think here it is. Here I have the. Oh wait, I can play it for you here. Same time. It's an interesting discussion, Hillary. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We'll continue to, to discuss in the future. Uh, it is um it is an interesting discussion. No, it's not. It's not interesting at all. It went, it blew up in your face. You're, you're sitting there with, listen to the pause yeah. after she speaks, after she stops speaking. Fine. One, two, three. It's an interesting discussion, Hillary. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We'll continue to, to discuss in the future. No, and, the, and you won't continue to discuss it in the future because A, you just got it handed to you on live television and B, 
you're going to be on a morning show soon, and they're not going to let you talk about that kind of stuff on the morning show. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. We got to take a break. We will be right back. More Mark K Show after this. <laughs> This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. You can always uh, go to one of our K-Triad Radio Network radio stations, download their mobile app, and you can leave us an open mic message as well. Ding dong, the pandemic's dead. Which pandemic? The wicked pandemic. Ding dong, the pandemic's dead. Right, Biden, right. Uh, just vote <laughs> Republican and get this clown out of the office. I mean, really, it's, it all comes down. It's really that simple, isn't it? Look, just vote Republican. Just do us all a favor. Vote Republican. We have some big news, by the way, coming up about some of the polls that they're telling you are leaning Democrat. I don't see it at all. They're telling you how the Senate is going to remain in Democrat control. I'm not seeing that either. Uh, and we have uh, some positive news about a lot of these races that are coming up in 49 days, folks. Today's Tuesday. Tuesday, the what's the date today? The 20th? Right, so we got we got one, two, three, four, five Tuesdays until we all go to the polls and vote. And uh, a couple of, like I said, a couple of big announcements about all that coming up here in just a minute. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. This is uh, John in Ohio listening on WHIO. Hi, John. How are you? Pretty good. How are you, Mark? Oh, doing great. What do you want to say? Well, I think you're giving that sheriff in Texas a little bit too much credit for intelligence. I oh. think it's really just as simple as he just likes attention, and he figured out this is a good way to get attention. Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably right. I don't know if it's a good way to get attention, and there is also such a thing as negative attention. Uh, but, you know, for the Democrats, like I said, I believe that I believe that he wanted the attention until he got it, and then he realized, oh, not everybody's not everybody's on my side. And if everybody's not on my side, then... Well, then we're going we're gonna to have a problem. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Uh, coming up in just a minute, we're going to play one of our favorite games. It's called How Dumb Are They? <laughs> and this is a game, by the way, don't make fun of me for the, I said let's call it something else, but both Jay and Hannah said, no, no, no. We're totally cool calling it How Dumb Are They? What we do is we ask Jay and Hannah questions based on a particular category. And if you, with only the knowledge you have of Jay and Hannah and the category I give you, can correctly identify whether or not they will answer the uh, question correctly, um, you could win some free stuff. A Mark K. Show swag bag. How exciting is that? It's super exciting. So exciting. Thank you very much. 855-940-MARK if you'd like to play. We need two contestants, and we will do it right after this. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. Hannah, if you don't want that kind of attention, then you really should take that upside-down pineapple sticker off the back of your car. <laughs> I don't have one unless... Oh, you... is, that must be a guy referring to the story you told yesterday about how oh, um, the dude at Wawa called you fine. 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 He's like, you're fine. <laughs> oh, when I said you were fine, I mean, you were fine. Did you have, did, maybe that's the purple upside-down... Uh, you did not put they, one on there, did you? I don't know. You might, we, I haven't checked start. the back of my car today. Great prank, by the way. Put an upside-down pineapple on somebody's car and <laughs> watch, just watch all the unwanted attention they get from married folk. 
It'll yeah. be very, very exciting. 855-940-MARKET. By the way, my kids, it's so funny because whatever, because every now and then when you're out somewhere and you do this kind of job, someone will recognize you. My voice mostly, like if I talk in public. Yeah. And you what, just get recognized yeah. so much. I mean, not often. Sometimes <laughs> it's a bad thing. Like sometimes it's not that positive an experience. You're like, I hate you, you fascist. Correct. And so what happens is <laughs> typically whenever I'm in public and somebody goes, are you Mark K.? I always wait a minute and I go, I don't know. Do you like the show? And then if they go, yeah, I love it. I go, oh, then I am. Let's take a selfie. But if they're like, no, I kind of hate it. I go, oh, and then I'm just some bald guy that looks a lot like him. But my, and that's like They're my go-to. It's my go-to line. It's my go-to line. Hey, are you Mark K? I don't know. Do you like the show? And so my kids now think it, they make fun of me all the time. So the other day, my wife ordered Chipotle and I was out with the kids and my okay. son, my son drives now. So he was driving. I go, just pull up. I'm going to run in and get the food. Right. So I run in and I get the food and I'm walking back and this guy stops me and he goes, hey, are you Mark K? And I go, I am actually. I didn't do my line because I was wow. in a hurry. And he goes, hey, I love your show. I listen. My wife, can I get a picture? I want to just, you know, so I go, sure. So we take a selfie. Well, my kids are in the car watching this whole thing go down, right? <laughs> they see me go in. They see me stop. They see me shake the guy's hand. We chit-chat a little bit. We take the selfie. And then I exit the restaurant, and I get in the car. And as soon as I open the, the door, both my kids in unison look at me and go, that depends. Do you like the show? <laughs> and I go, I didn't say it this time. They're like, sure, Dad. Sure, you didn't say it. But um, so they kind of clown me. That's hilarious. Yeah, they know my, they know my M.O. They know my wow. Anyway, but I would just say maybe when you're on your way out today, uh, check for that upside down pineapple in your car. Make I will. Sure, Thank you. Make sure that, make sure that it's not there. Uh, this is Trip in Middleburg. Trip, how are you, sir? What do you want to say today? Well, I'm I'm the uh, president of the uh, Eversense Club. The Eversense. And, oh uh, yeah. Eversense Joe Biden yeah, was elected. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yesterday was the first for me. Ever since you changed out my fuel pump, my speakers are blown. I'm like. Holy crap, that, that can't happen. But what, what I'm telling you is that ever since Joe Biden's been in office, uh, my automobile insurance, just my automobile insurance, went from $67 a month to $107 a month. My homeowner's insurance went from 87, uh, yeah, 8, 000, uh, I'm sorry, $870 a month or a year to $1,250 a year. What the heck is going on? Well, I think you said ever since Joe Biden's president, everything's way more expensive and also less valuable. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really uh, we really do appreciate it. 855-940-MARK is our number. You know, I was thinking, ever since Joe Biden became president, we may not be able to give away these prize packs anymore. You gotta start charging. If you win a prize pack, <laughs> we may actually have to charge. It may just, you may just be winning the opportunity to pay to for pay a prize for pack. A prize pack. <laughs> Would you like a prize pack? Great. That'll be $7.99. Please Venmo us, and then we'll get it out. <laughs> We're not at that point yet, folks, but, uh, but you know, we might be soon if, uh, if Joe Biden stays in office. All right, are you guys ready to play some How Dumb Are They? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah this is a uh, oh, hold on. I don't like this music. I want to play this other music here. It's a little more. I'm calm. sweating. There we go. We'll go this one. All right, here we go. <laughs> how dumb are they? This is a game where we try to figure out how dumb Hannah and Jay are uh, by asking them questions about various categories and seeing who knows more about you know well general stuff. Yeah. And all you have to do to win this game is to guess whether or not based on the category Hannah and or Jay will get the question right. And uh, first up, it looks like we've got Susan in Green Cove Springs. Oh. What happened to Susan? I don't know. All right. She got scared. Susan, Susan, call back. Nick is in Grand Junction. Wait. Uh, How's it going? Hey, Nick. How you doing? 
Oh, doing pretty good, man. How are you? Oh, we're doing great. Are, are, are you ready to play some How Dumb Are They? I am, but uh, hey, man, I had a real quick question. Okay. Uh, can I get a Remember Mar-a-Lago t-shirt instead of the normal Mark K Show t-shirt? You can get a Remember Mar-a-Lago t-shirt, but only at markkshop.com. Uh, I give uh, you, I give you Hannah's, but of course she doesn't have one. Or at least we also just don't have them in studio, yeah, which is why Mark is saying that. We, we have various different warehouses and facilities all over the place, mm -hmm. and really also I don't have a T-shirt. You know that. I just have a sweatshirt. Well, you don't. I mean, I don't think you have any of it because you're not wearing any of it. <laughs> but but that's okay. We'll hook you up with something nice, Nick. Don't worry about. it. Also, you have to win first. Oh, I know, I know. Oh, okay. I've right, won twice. I like so Nick. Oh. I got this. Oh, all right. Well, Nick's fine. He's like, all right, I got this down. Uh, you're going to be playing against Susan in Green Cove, and it looks like we got her right there. Hey, Susan, how's it going? Oh, just lovely. How y'all doing? Oh, so good, Susan. Are you ready to play some How Dumb Are You? I am ready. All right. All right. So once again, folks, we give you the category. All you have to do is say yes or no. Hannah and or Jay will know the answer based solely on the category, and then the hard work's up for them. Uh, Nick, we're going to start with you, okay? All righty. All right. The first category is for Hannah. Okay. And it is <laughs> it is drugs. <laughs> drugs. The category is drugs, Nick. Do you think Hannah will or will not know the correct answer to the question about drugs? Well, let's see here. Uh, I'm going to go with a not. You're going to go with no, she won't. No, she won't. Because she's that pure and innocent. Well, not that pure and innocent, oh. but, you know, drugs encompasses uh, a lot of things. Oh, that's true. That's true. All right, Hannah, are you ready for your question? Sure. Here we go. Crank, tweak, shards, and whiz are all street names for which drug? Um, I am going to guess um, heroin. Heroin. Yeah. Heroin. Crank, tweak, shards, and whiz are all names for heroin. I don't know. I mean, I, that's what I'm guessing. Man, there's a whole bunch of drug addicts listening to the show right now going, no, it's Crystal Beth. I don't know. Yeah, Aren't they close? It's Crystal. Each other. Okay, no. I don't uh, know. Nick, congratulations. <laughs> Hannah got it wrong, which means you got it right. Good job. I mean, I'm okay with yeah. actually getting that question wrong. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Susan, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. This question is for Jay, and the category is wrestling. <laughs> okay. Oh, goodness. Wrestling. <laughs> Or wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. Sorry, right. I should have said wrestling. Wrestling. Will he or won't he know the answer to the question about wrestling, Susan? I'll say yes, he will. Yes, he will know the question about wrestling. All right, Jay, are you ready? Sure. Which wrestler's finishing move <laughs> was known as the Tombstone Pile Driver? I'm going to say The Undertaker. You're going to say The Undertaker's mm -hmm. finishing move was the Tombstone pile driver. Yes. That is correct. Wow. And Susan, you said he would know the answer to that, and so you also yes, get a point. Nice. Yeah, we're all tied up. All right. Nick, are you ready? Yes, I am. We are sticking with Jay, and Jay, right. your next category is mythology. Okay. Mythology. Nick, will he or won't he know the answer to the question about mythology. Uh, I'm going to say no again. You're going to say no again. Is it Greek mythology? <laughs> yep, Nick, Nick, plays, Nick, Nick likes to go the negative. <laughs> He's like, ah, you know, I'm betting against the house here. All right, uh, Jay, you ready for your question? Let's do it. In Greek mythology, oh. what was Medusa's <laughs> hair made out of? That would be snakes. That would be snakes. Dope. Is correct. Which means... 
Nick, I'm sorry, no points awarded because you didn't uh, you didn't think you know that one. Yeah, because Medusa. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. Medusa had sex with Poseidon in uh, Athena's temple, and Minerva was all like, "The Minerva, you <laughs> to do that." So she turned Minerva, her hair. You. Turned her hair to snakes. All right, uh, Susan, back to you and also back to Hannah. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Ready. All right. Ooh. Susan, Hannah's next category is arachnids. Spiders? Ara <laughs> the category is arachnids, okay. which, yes, is another name for six, I'm sorry, eight-legged insectoids. Okay. What do you think, Susan? Will she or won't she know the answer to the question about arachnids? I think Hannah's pretty smart. I'm going to say yes, she will. Kate. Right. right. Come on, Hannah. <laughs> I would have said to say no, but that's just me. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, could you please quit being so self-deprecating? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, here we go. The markings on the back of a black widow spider. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, I'm sorry. The marking on the back of a black widow spider is a red mark in what shape? A red mark in a... I'm going to guess diamond shape. In a diamond shape. Yeah. Oh, Susan already knows that's wrong. See, Susan, <laughs> Susan, like, uh, Susan, do you know the right answer? I think it's an hourglass or a violin. Uh, hourglass, I think. Yeah, which is correct, which means Hannah was incorrect, which means you're both wrong. So there you go. Sorry. That's the numbers. That's all tied All right, here we go. Uh, Nick, back to you. Are you ready? All right, I got it. Here we go. We're sticking with Hannah once again. The category is... TV game shows. TV game shows. Will she or won't she know the answer in the category of TV game shows? Uh, like, I'm not to stick with no. I think that's the smartest answer you could stick with. You know what? You gotta, <laughs> yeah. you like, can, I'm pretty sure yeah. Hannah's not the top mark. You, of, gotta, uh, you can call Tails 22 times. You're bound to get it once. All right, Nick, here yeah. we go. The answer is no, she won't know the question about TV game shows. <laughs> Hannah. Yeah. What game show features contestants yelling, no whammies? What game show features contestants yelling, no whammies? Whammies. Uh, no whammies. No whammies. I'm going to say the game show called No Whammies. I don't know. You're going to say the name? I've uh, never heard of this game show in my life where you yell out, no whammies. Big money, no whammies. Big money, big, big money, big no money, stop. Big money. No whammies. Big money. You're calling it big money? Big money, no whammies? No. <laughs> <laughs> New phone, who this? I don't know. It's. Uh, uh, I'm going to say like. um. It's too late. You've, you've like been wrong nine times in the past 25 seconds. I think it's Bammers. It is press your press luck. Your I've whatever. never yeah. heard of that game show in my life. Big money, no whammies. Big money, and then the whammies dance around and go. Yeah, I, I wait, is that like an Oompa Loompa? What's a what? <laughs> what's a big whammy? Oh a my whammy god! Is there anyway? Never mind. Okay. Nick, uh, you got yourself a point, Nick. You're taking the lead. Good job. All right, All Susan. Right. Susan, you ready? I'm ready. Back to you. Back to Jay. The category is baking. <laughs> baking. Oh goodness. What do you think, Susan? Will Jay know the answer to the question about? Baking. Oh goodness, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, it's okay to say no. You don't have to. You're not gonna hurt yeah. anyone's yeah, feelings. It's yeah. fine. No. All right. Uh, okay. No is your answer. All right, Jay, you ready? I am. The pattern of crisscrossing stripes of pastry. I'm sorry. The pattern of crisscrossing stripes of pastry on top of a pie is known as what? <laughs> um. Crisscrossing. I have no idea. What is it? You guys can't is even it? come up with. She's like the game shows no whammies. The answer is crisscrossing. 
Is uh, it in, inter, interlacing? Hold on. Is it what is it? What's your answer? Interlacing. Interlacing is yes. your answer. Yes. Is it? And, Hannah, I haven't yet said if it's right or wrong yet. Okay. You have to wait. <laughs> it is not interlacing, which means Susan, congratulations! Uh, congratulations, you get a point. Hannah, did you want to answer the question? I want to ask if what I'm going to answer is correct. So you want to answer the question? Yeah, is it lattice? That is correct. Yeah. Yeah, but nobody gets a point for that because it wasn't. Why didn't you ask me a baking question? Well, because that's the whole point of the game. All right, uh, here we go. Sticking with Jay, Nick, are you ready? I am. The next question category is the iPhone. <laughs> the nope, iPhone. He's definitely, he's definitely not going to have that. Well, as one of those green text dudes, yeah, he's probably not going to know this. All right. our messages. Jay, are you ready? Hey, man, like, I'm on Verizon as well, so it's cool. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm what on, does the carrier have I, to do with what kind of phone you have? I'm on Verizon as well, and I have an iPhone. I'm not even on Verizon. <laughs> oh, oh, well, well right. like, uh, I have an Android, too, so. There right. you go. Here we go. <laughs> Fun fact, Nick, you can have Androids on pretty much any network. All right, here we go. iPhone, yeah. here's the question. Listen carefully. Jay, he said you will not know the answer. Let's see if he's right for another point. What is the pill-shaped area surrounding the camera and sensors on the new iPhone 14 called? What? <laughs> the what, what is what is the pill-shaped area surrounding the camera and sensors of the new iPhone 14 called? The case or the cover. The case or the cover is incorrect. It is the Ooh. dynamic island. Who would know that? What? I did. The dynamic. It's a, you haven't seen the commercial? It's all, only on every five seconds. No, I, don't I have, haven't. I don't have cable. <laughs> you don't have cable? No. But do you have a Verizon? Either. No. Oh. Never mind then. Uh, all right, so Nick, you got yourself another point. Nicely done. Susan, you need this one to tie. We go back to Hannah. Are you ready? Just guess no, Susan. Ready. Here we here we go. The category is China. China. Hannah totally knows China. She's got this. In what? I'm crying. Susan, will Hannah or won't Hannah know the answer to the question about China? I'm going to say yes. You're going to say yes? What? Yes. Come on, Hannah. Okay, Susan. Okay. Okay. All right. Well. Can I Google? Hannah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Hannah. Yes, Mark. In what city would you find Victoria Harbor? Beijing. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> the answer was Hong Kong. Okay. And uh, we're out of time, which that means was a 50 /50 guess with on a my score part. of three to two, congratulations, Nick. You're I'm sorry. Thank, you today. Thank you very much. Yeah, nicely done. You are very welcome. We're going to send you a Mark K Show prize pack for your Remember Mar-a-Lago shirt. Just remember, you got to go to markkshop.com. And uh, Susan, the great Aww. game. You did a great job. Hang on, everybody. We will be right back with more Mark K Show after this. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. BT Dubs, while we're talking about breaking, uh, while we're talking about baking, there's breaking baking news. Um, NyQuil marinated chicken is apparently dangerous, the FDA would like you to know. <laughs> Who's marinating their, what? Apparently, TikTokers are jumping on the latest craze, and the FDA is warning them that NyQuil marinated chicken is a dangerous thing. It sounds as disgusting as it is dangerous. They call it sleepy chicken. Some people say it helps with cold symptoms. 
Uh, thing is, it's also unsafe. Meds that are boiled can be dangerous because they're much more concentrated and powerful and change properties, so says the FDA. What's more, just smelling it can be dangerous. Folks at the FDA say inhaling vapors during the cooking process causes the drug to enter the cook system, causing potential lung damage. People who are doing this are often using way more than the recommended dosages, and that's a big problem. So do not, and I've seen photos, basically what these people are doing is they're taking chicken breasts and they're marinating them in bottles of NyQuil, which looks gross, and uh, apparently now when you start cooking it or boiling it, the fumes go up your nose. And then, uh, you know, they, the, the FDA says that these TikTokers who are making sleepy chicken with NyQuil, they say it's, they, they call it dangerous and a health hazard. I just call it natural selection. <laughs> I agree. It's also <laughs> disgusting. Who I mean, who, who I comes up who with thought, these things? Yeah, who thought of this? Like, I thought the NyQuil was there to remedy your cold systems anyway. Why do you need to mix it with They're chicken? Like, you know what? I need some protein with this. <laughs> <laughs> sure do. Not and only I need extra concentrated NyQuil. Not only do I have trouble sleeping, but I'm very hungry. <laughs> so let's take the NyQuil. Let's knock it out in one step. Yeah, deep fried chicken. Uh, 855-940-MARK is our number. Quick break. More Mark K Show coming up. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We are so excited that you're here. On the way this hour, we've got some American Trivia Warrior Plus. Uh, we'll do Hannah's hot takes first, though. A couple of uh, other stories I wanted to get to before we get out of here because the time just, it keeps on ticket, man. It just keeps going. It, move, it moves faster and faster, it seems, almost every single day. And there's a couple of things that you should be aware of. First of all, um, there is a, uh, there's a lot going on with the election there. Politically, the tide is turning. Uh, you know, things are changing. And it looks like... It looks like in a lot of these races that used to be Democrat runaways, um, it's getting a lot closer than it ever has been before. And that always happens, what are we, 50 days out from the election, just a little less uh, than 50 days out from the election. And what happens is these midterms start to tighten up, something that the Democrats hate because they believe that they're in a position to take the Senate. And if you look at all of the polls, and I don't look at all the polls, I look at the average of all the polls. And if you look to see where everyone is, it seems that a lot of the polls that were supposed to be runaways for the Democrats that were going to give them or, or allow them to retain control of the Senate, they don't seem to be the runaways that they used to be. The biggest races in Georgia, where the uh, Atlanta Journal-Constitution just released a poll saying that both uh, Stacey Abrams and Raphael Warnock trail significantly in the polls. Stacey Abrams down by eight points um, uh, in the governor's race, and Raphael Warnock losing to Herschel Walker by about three or four points. Herschel Walker, it seems, will be able to uh, turn Georgia red again by taking back at least one of the Senate seats that they won in 2020. The other one, of course, going to John Ossoff. So Raphael Warnock may be one of the shortest senators in Georgia history if these polls are to believe and if Herschel Walker can maintain and keep up the momentum that he has. There is going to be a debate, and Herschel Walker uh, tweeted something out about the debate, and he basically called himself, what was he? He called himself a, a stupid country boy. He's, uh, he said, I'm not that smart. I'm just a, a country boy. Don't expect too much out of me. Herschel Walker is trying a novel approach in his race against Senator Raphael Warnock in Georgia. Don't expect too much out of me. I'm just not that smart. This is from CNN. Walker's new spin comes specifically in reference to next month's planned debate between the two candidates. 
I'm a country boy, and he's that preacher. He's a smart man, wears these nice suits, Walker said of Wardock at a recent press conference filmed by the Savannah Morning News. So he's going to show up and embarrass me at the debate October the 14th, and I'm just waiting. I'll show up, and I'm going to do my best. Now, a lot of folks are claiming this is Herschel Walker downplaying it, you know, trying to say, hey, look, lower expectations, and then if something good happens, well, then everyone's going to be blown away. This is probably true, and it's also a tactic that has been made popular by President Joe Biden. Joe Biden did this his whole campaign. There was a speech that Joe Biden gave. Uh, it was right after he, uh, right after the election, he came out and they said, look, if Joe Biden makes this speech and he doesn't flub, we're going to be fine. Joe Biden's got to, he's got to nail this speech. With Joe Biden, a debate performance that wasn't a total train wreck was a win because nobody expected anything better from Joe Biden. If Joe Biden goes out there and just messes up once or twice, if Joe Biden just walks away saying one or two stupid or creepy things. Watch me. Yeah. Watch me. If Joe Biden can get away without just totally demoralizing and embarrassing the Democrat Party, then that's a win because nobody expects him to do anything else. Nobody expects Joe Biden to be a good speaker, to make intelligent thoughts, to not embarrass himself or others. Nobody expects Joe Biden to not stumble over something or stutter or say the wrong thing or forget somebody's name or call Kamala the president instead of the vice president president nobody expects any we expect the opposite from biden so if biden can actually get out there and remember what the declaration of independence was we hold these truths to be self-evident all men and women created by the, go you know the you know the thing yeah if he can get off of the stage uh without yelling gay 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 bathhouses to anderson cooper gay 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 bathhouses and every it's all about round the clock sex it's all Come on, man. If he can do an interview with a black talk show host and not bring up the fact that black people who don't vote for him aren't black. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Yeah, if he can do all that, then, man, that's chalk up a win for Joe Biden. Herschel Walker may be stealing that uh, playbook, which, oh, you know, all the power to him. Let people think he's just a brain-dead athlete who's been tackled too many times to know any better. Let him think he's just this good old country boy who's not that smart and is going up against that big city slicker preacher in those nice suits. Let him think that he's going to get the floor wiped with him, but he's going to do his best. And then if he comes out there and he does good, if he does okay, if he gives like a C-plus, B-minus performance, that's a huge win. He, Raphael Warnock is supposed to be a great debater. He's a preacher, for crying out loud. He's a doctor. He's out there. He, he's a city slicker. He wears suits. He know, He's a silver-tongued devil, that Raphael Warnock. We're expecting him to be amazing. Nobody expects Herschel Walker to be good at this at all. So if he is just moderately okay, that is a huge win for him. That's a huge win for the Republicans, and it's a huge win for Georgia. But there's more races. In Wisconsin, uh, Mandela Barnes is in a dead-even uh, tie with, John, with uh, what's his name, Johnson. Mandela Barnes was supposed to be running away with this because Johnson's an ultra-maga Trump supporter, crazy QAnon conspiracy theorist. theorist. And, you know, if you look at the other races around the country, Arizona, Adam Laxalt was supposed to be buried, but he is neck and neck. In Ohio, J.D. Vance wasn't supposed to be doing anything, and he's running away with it. Got a four-point lead over Tim Ryan now. The Republicans have some pretty strong contenders, it seems, in the end. And then there's Pennsylvania. Then there's Pennsylvania, where John Fetterman slash John Fetterwoman is running against Dr. Oz. 
two troubled candidates, neither one really the best one for the state, neither one really anyone's first choice on either side of the aisle, but a very important seat. It's a seat that the Republicans need to maintain because there's an outgoing Republican senator, and it's a seat that the Democrats would love to pick up and believe that they had a, a chance to do exactly that, especially when Dr. Oz won the primary. Then came John Fetterman's stroke. Then came John Fetterman's speeches. Then came John Fetterman yelling, John Fetterwoman. Then came John Fetterman saying, I'm going to allow one-third of dangerous, violent, murderous criminals out of prison to go back home with their families and their communities where they belong, to go back to the families and the communities where they committed those heinous, violent, and murderous crimes, uh, because they're going to welcome them back with open arms. John Fetterman is, is left of Bernie Sanders when it comes to kooky socialists. Don't uh, take my word for it. Just look at his hoodie collection. At least Bernie Sanders puts on a suit and tries to pretend to be a politician. John Fetterman doesn't even do that. He may not be able to even with the, the problems going on in his head. And again, that's not digging on a guy with a stroke. It's just telling you this guy recently suffered a stroke. And he does not seem to have recovered fully. Not to the point where he could be representing a state as large and important as Pennsylvania in the United States Senate. But that race was supposed to be a runaway. And in fact, just about a month ago, John Fetterman was leading by eight points. That lead has been cut in half by four points. Some, if you look at the uh, polling, have it as close as two points, and some even have it as almost a dead heat. Which means, don't believe the Democrats when they tell you the Senate will remain in their control. Don't believe the polls or the media when they say it looks like the Republicans can win the House handedly, but the Senate is going to remain in Democrat control. Don't believe Mitch McConnell when he says, Well, we'll probably have the candidates selected. It would look like I'm preparing for the Republicans to remain the minority. Don't, don't believe any of those people. Don't believe them because the only poll that matters, the only vote that matters, the only thing that matters is coming up on November the 8th. And the other thing you need to realize is that it doesn't matter who is polled. What matters is who votes. And when you, when you look at what's happening in Pennsylvania, when you look at what's happening in Florida, for example, where, where people think Val Demings has a chance against a longtime Senator Marco Rubio. The reason people go to the polls is not to vote for a senator or a congresswoman. A lot of these Senate candidates would like you to think that. The reason people go to the polls is to vote for a president or a governor. Nobody's running for president this year, but a lot of people have gubernatorial races. And in Pennsylvania, there's a lot of fed up folks that did not like the way it went down during the pandemic who want to vote a Republican into office. They want Doug Mastriano to be the Republican governor of their state, and they will go there and vote for him. And when they do, they're not going to say, you know what, I love what the Republicans are doing nationwide. I love what Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott and, and Governor Stitt in Oklahoma, I love what all those folks are doing, but I'm going to vote for a Democrat for Senate because that John Fetterman, he just seems like he has a good head on his shoulders, which I, sorry, that was... No pun, no, I didn't mean that, no pun intended. Uh, and the same thing happens here in Florida. Everybody's going to go eager, eager to vote for Ron DeSantis, super governor, the most popular governor this state has ever had, the most effective governor this state has ever had. They're going to be so excited to vote for that guy. They're not going to leave him hanging high and dry by throwing Val Demings in there as the senator. It just doesn't happen. If the governor is a strong governor in Arizona, for example, Carrie Lake, she will win. 
that gubernatorial race. There's, in my opinion, no reason to believe that, uh, that what's her name, Hobbs, or is going to uh, be able to pull out a win for the governor of, Pencil, of um, Arizona. And when they go out to vote for Carrie Lake for governor, they are not going to throw a vote toward the Democrat candidate, I believe. I know the polls will tell you that Mark Kelly's very popular. I know the polls will tell you Blake Masters is unpopular. But those MAGA-loving, white supremacist danger to the Republic Republicans who are going to go vote for Carrie Lake to be their next governor, there's no way in H-E double hockey sticks they're voting for a Democrat to go to the Senate to keep that firmly in, in Democrat control. The only poll, the only poll that matters is the poll on November the 8th which is just a handful, five weeks away. 855-940-MARK is our number. Coming up, ladies and gentlemen, Hannah's Hot Takes. Don't go anywhere. We'll do it right after this. Mark is our number 855-940-6275. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We are so excited that you're here. And, uh, you know, we don't we don't want to waste any minute. And we have so little time here. Uh, I mean, three hours seems like a long time. But really, really, when you take out all of the news, when you take out all the information, when you take out the stories about our personal lives, when you take out the games, it leaves us with very little time left over. Yeah. Um, so we want to use every single minute we can. And one thing that we definitely want to do is we want to uh, give time for Hannah's hot takes because I really enjoy this section uh, section segment. Uh, Jane, I know, likes it as well. This Hannah, section of time. Hannah thinks it's fluff. I do but not think it's fluff. I think that's true. I think you called it fluff once. I, it was August your... 23rd. Oh, look at okay. That. <laughs> okay. August 23rd, 2022. I just meant it was a lot of Hannah all yeah. at once. I mean, Hannah, fluff, but they're, they are interchangeable phrases. For this is good training for me. That's exactly the way. That's why we do it. We're always, look, you know, we're always, I don't know if you saw the game yesterday, but when it became a blowout between the Buffalo Bills and the team that they blew out, the Tennessee Titans, mm -hmm. they all just took out their starters and they let the uh, second string play uh -huh. because those guys needed a little, you know, they needed some practice. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, God forbid you have to need to take out the first string here at the uh, Mark K show, the second stringers would need to step up. Right. Jay, I'm not so worried about it. But Hannah definitely uh, could use a little, a little bit of extra practice. So we're going to put her in. We're going to give her 30 seconds and random topics. And Hannah, just do what I just speak extemporaneously. Make it a little mini segment about whatever topic you're given, okay? Yes. All right. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Are you excited? I'm so excited. Oh you also God. use the word extemporaneously, and you use it every time we're talking about this uh, segment, so it makes me really happy. Oh, it makes you happy? Yeah. I know it's one of your favorite words. Are yep. you ready? Yes. Here we go. Your first topic is Ron DeSantis flying immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. <clears throat> I feel very conflicted on uh, this move because I think it was an amazing move to show the hypocrisy of the left and how they seem to care about people until those until those people are in their backyard. But on the other hand, if, you know, he could afford to fly, not afford, but, you know, if he was able to fly them to Martha's Vineyard, why couldn't he have flown them somewhere else? But uh, overall, my first initial reaction was like, wow, that's a ballsy move, and I love it. It really showed them, and I thought it was super cool, just like um, when Abbott... Can I finish that thought? Yeah, you finish that thought. Abbott uh, got the people to Kamala's house. All right, so you're conflicted about Big Daddy D flying yeah. the email. Uh, the, all right, that's good. It was very good, though. It was a good 30 seconds. But I love him, so like. Yeah, so he can really do no wrong. 
truthfully. So even if he was bad, he was kind of... He, he was, was kind he of was, good. He, he didn't was, get away with it. He was naughty, but you liked it, is what <laughs> yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here's the next one. Yeah. It's creepy. Uh, Joe Biden declaring the pandemic is over. Joe Biden declaring the <laughs> pandemic is over. Go ahead. Okay. First of all, I want to say Joe Biden on 60 Minutes was absolutely insane. Uh, second of all, Joe Biden declaring that the pandemic is over... He is just like a walking contradiction. Like one day he'll say it's over. One day he'll say that the unvaccinated, this is the uh, pandemic of the unvaccinated. Yet he is vaccinated and has now gotten COVID twice. And like everyone that I've known has gotten COVID and those who are vaccinated, those are who are not vaccinated. Um, so him saying the pandemic is over. Do we really believe him? Do we not? Did it ever really exist? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Interesting question there. Can something that maybe never even existed actually be over? Yeah. Did it even begin in the first place? Exactly. I like you. You left us with a question so we can ponder it more on our mm-hmm. own time. That was mm-hmm. very good. All right. Uh, oh, this will be a fun one. Ready? Uh, Is this going to be one of those ones where I have nothing to say about it? I don't know. Okay. We'll, we're, we're about to find out. All right. Adam Levine's alleged affair with an Instagram model while his Wait, wife was pregnant. I have a question. On your mark. <laughs> K-show. Get, Get set. set. Go. Is Adam Levine the Maroon 5 guy? <laughs> okay. Adam Levine having an affair with an Instagram model while his wife is pregnant. You just repeated what no, I said. No, that's the, correct, well, right? I killed 50 okay. times. Okay. You're welcome. Um, I, <laughs> you know what? He's Who not He's not treating his wife like Sunday morning. I'll say that. Uh, he has a song called Sunday morning. No, I got the. Yeah. Got the anyway, um, he's a piece of poop and she should get a better man. That's all I'm saying. The, the wife, not the Instagram model. She's a piece of trash, too. I mean, technically, they could both probably do with a better man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's alleged, by the way. He says he didn't do anything. Oh. He said he, he crossed a line, but he didn't have... Anyway, you can dig up. You can go to TMZ later. Either way. Uh, one more. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Uh, you have 30 seconds to speak about TikTok trends. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so my husband made me delete TikTok because he doesn't want China spying on us, first and foremost. But second of all, I just looked at an article of 23 TikTok trends, and they are the dumbest things. And really, it is, it's crazy. It's selection of, uh, or survival of the fittest because these people are dumb. There's like curb stomping. There was like lick an airplane toilet seat. There was, um, did I say the school crushing one already? Yeah, there was the Tide Pod one. Then there was the NyQuil chicken, which the guy in the video said he was getting, like, tired from the fumes. I think these people deserve what they have coming from doing these TikTok trends. That was very good. That was a very good round, and I give you a B- minus on those. Thanks. Maybe a B. Okay. Yeah, quick break. We'll be right back. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We're so excited that you're here. Uh, we do have some American Trivia Warrior coming up here in just a minute, but first, let's grab a couple phone calls. People have been waiting very patiently. Michael is in Jacksonville, Florida, tuned in to, to uh, WOKV. Hi, Michael. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Oh, doing great, man. What's up? What What do you want to say today, Michael? Okay. So first, I do want to tell you that, that your show is flat out amazing. You're the funniest guy. Um, Herman Cain's wife was correct about you when she said this guy's funny. Michael, I appreciate okay. it. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, obviously having said that, though. <laughs> yeah, having said that. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you were the, what, what the British lady was saying yeah. earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, 
Okay. So the British and the Irish are not the same people. So to say that the African kings stole their own people is, is a misnomer. Just because they were African doesn't make them the same people, just because they're the same color. You have there in Europe people that are the same color, but they wouldn't say we're the same people. I'm Irish, you're British, yeah. you're Italian, you're French. Okay. Sure. Next, the market drives demand. So if there was no market, these chiefs wouldn't have gathered up these other tribes and brought them to the shore for these ships to come and get them. So it the, the fault lies with who wants these people more so than, oh, you gathered them up and you put some kind of Does, African hoodoo vic, uh, hex on us to make us buy yeah. But, Michael, does it really, though? I mean, is it really the, is it, because what you're saying then is that it, the drug dealer has absolutely no uh, recourse or no, um, you know, responsibility for the drug addict being addicted to the drug. If the drug addict wants it, legal or not, moral or not, ethical or not, the drug dealer, he's just going to supply it because it's an issue of supply and demand. Is that what you're saying? Okay, so does the... Uh does Bush, the alcohol company, or Jim Beam, or Wild Turkey have a responsibility that the alcoholic is an alcoholic? Uh, no, but alcohol. Okay. But so al but the different the difference it's, it's there legal. is the difference there is that alcohol is legal and not necessarily and immoral at, at, the way a lot of time, illegal drugs are. The, right, but at the time, slavery was legal. Sure. But was it moral? So, <laughs> I mean, that, there's a well, there's a question. No, just, just because somebody's not. yeah, no, I, and Michael, I get not. what you're saying. But just because somebody's willing to come to you and say, "Hey, I'll give you all this money if you can round up some tribesmen and sell them to me," it they have a choice. Yes, we will do that, but, or no, but, we won't. And what this woman there saying, are some people who feel like alcohol is is not moral. Okay, some that's people. that's true, no, and I'll give you that one. But okay. the the fact that, right. the fact of the matter is that this woman, all she was saying was, "Look, if you want the reparations, go back to where the money started, because the first people that got money and rewards were the African tribesmen who rounded up the slaves in the beginning." That's what she was saying. I, that was the beginning of the economic process. Correct. Yeah. I, I understand that. I'm not going to debate that portion of of the point. But how the point continues on, though, is this. Yeah. Once we were here, let's say America, I don't know much about how it went in Britain, okay? Mm -hmm. Right. Then we were also breeded in generation after generation. <laughs> you didn't keep going over to the shores. Right. Because that was made illegal. Right. So but then you just begin to breed over and over and over to continue to keep to keep people enslaved. In, in, in yeah. And, and, and to say that... that Oh, let me put it to you. Let me back up. Yeah, back up. I I was on I was on the a, a committee that helped change the names of the schools here in in Duval County. Sure, yeah. And I was I sat there through what they call public comment. Mm -hmm. So because I was the chairperson of this committee, public comment you don't comment back. Right. And this was the biggest thing that they said why the name of Robert E. Lee should remain the name of the school is because it was the chiefs who sold y'all into slavery, not us. Right. And, which made zero, absolutely zero sense to me. What's that got to do with the name of this school? So right. this, this but, argument. No, and I, and I get the uh, argument, but back to what. your fault. 
Yeah, go ahead. But wait, because the, the question that was originally posed by Don Lemon here, I'll play it again here. This is how, right, the, this is right. how the whole thing started. Listen carefully. Then you have the, okay. those who are asking uh, for reparations for colonialism, and they're wondering, you know, $100 billion, $24 billion here and there, $500 million there. Some people want to be paid back, and, uh, and members of the public are wondering, why are we suffering when you are... You know, you have all of this vast wealth. Those are legitimate concerns. Right, and they want to be paid back from the British. And she's saying the British isn't where the money was originally spent. The British, are, the money was spent in Africa. And a lot of British never owned slaves. A lot of British lost their lives and their livelihoods fighting against slavery, as did Americans. There were abolitionists who signed the Declaration of Independence. There were abolitionists who argued that the Constitution should outlaw slavery. In the Civil War, you had so many hundreds of thousands of, of of, uh, troops for the Union die to end slavery, yet they're not getting reparations. They're not arguing that they should get reparations either. And that was her point, I think, with the British who lost their lives as well. And it is an interesting discussion. Where does the money come from? Who's responsible? It's not black and white, I think, is what is what the point right. is. There's a whole bunch of people that, that, that started an industry that was deplorable, but is there anything exactly. any of us should demand from any of them now, or should we just yeah. kind of move on? Let me say one last thing. Yeah. I do appreciate you not hanging up on me and allowing me and you to have this discussion. Oh, because my. by now, Sean Hannity would have hung up on me because he couldn't hang. Literally, he has hung up on me before. Oh, has he? Because, yes, because he could not hang with my argument. Yeah. He, he he went on about how uh, just one instance, real quick. Yeah, uh, some some <laughs> rappers should be nobody should listen to him because he's friends with the racist. So I called the show and said, "Why do you keep having Mark Furman on your show?" <laughs> Michael, he, I, oh, sorry, Mike, oh, I didn't even hang up. You were there. Go ahead. Because he's friends with the racist, and he was like, "Well, boom, just hung up." Yeah. Uh, so. Anyway, Michael, listen, anyway, I Mark Furman I hasn't been on the show. Thank you very much, Mr. Mark K. I appreciate it. Well, Michael, I appreciate I you, love, too. I do love your show. Well, thanks, I man. I really do. Uh, listen, I will talk to any. I'm first of all, I don't have as many listeners as Hannity, so I gotta, I gotta talk to everybody that I possibly can. And we do appreciate you tuning in, and thanks so much. And uh, and you know, if I didn't take your call, Herman's wife would have called me and she'd yell. She's like, "Why didn't you talk to Michael from Jacksonville? What's wrong with you?" Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. This is Jerry in Jacksonville, Florida. What's up, Jerry? How are you? Hey, Mike. Mark. Good. Oh, good. What's going on, uh, Jen Jenny? Jerry? No, Jerry. I'm trying to uh, make some money with all these uh, uh, reports that I heard that somebody within Jacksonville's got to know the phone company that all these migrants are getting their phone from. They're free phones, yeah. Yeah, they're free phones. You know, they said that 70 flights have hit Jacksonville. Um, you know, if there's 4 million people that's come here and got a free Biden phone, what is the company? You know, AT&T, T-Mobile, I want to know. Does anybody out there know what the company is so we can make some money on it? Because you want to you want to buy their stock. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, look, it makes for a good, it's a good it's a good question. I don't know which company got the government contract for the cell phones, but I do know as I was watching the video footage of the the uh, Martha's Vineyard fifty, the uh, the migrants that were put on the illegal immigrants, they were put on the boat, they were taken across out oh far away from Martha's Vineyard. First, they put them on a bus. They took the bus to the boat. The boat was taking them to, uh, the, you know, the Cape Cod Naval Station or whatever it was. And they were so happy. Pardon me. They were being interviewed. They were on their phones taking selfies 
And I just thought to myself, are these the government-issued phones that they were given? Uh, because we'd heard the, you know, Jen Psaki, she actually, she actually verified, yes, there are phones being given out to illegal immigrants. And they are being given out to illegal immigrants so that we can quote-unquote track them. All right, so you can track them with this phone. But guess what? They're also taking selfies on the boat in Massachusetts. Are they sending them to somebody? Are they sending text messages back home internationally? You know, I've made international phone calls. I've texted internationally. It's not cheap. It's expensive, and somebody's picking up the tab for it. Is it you? Is it me? Well, if it is, we should at least be able to know which phones are being used, which companies are being used, so that we can invest and maybe get some of our money back in the way of dividends. I think that's a genius idea. I think that's a genius idea, Jerry. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna have my, I'm gonna have my crack team of investigators dig into that and see if they can find out. Different than than the normal crack. Different, no, not the crack is whack kind. Just, yeah, you not know, like Hunter Biden. Yeah, it Hannah, looks like it looks like it might be SafeLink. SafeLink. SafeLink Wireless is a government-supported program that provides free cell phone service each month for income-eligible customers. So it might be them. It might be them. Maybe. They are out of New York. I don't know. We're gonna find out. We're gonna listen. Crack investigators, get in it. Get on it. Get in. It. Get in it. Get on it. Get around it. Get it. Get it, uh, behind it. And figure it out. 855-940-MARK is our number. You all right? Yeah. What's wrong? Nothing. You just made a really loud noise. I didn't. You Wait, did? I did? You just, you I don't remember just going, True oh. story. I made that noise? Did you not think you made that noise? I made like, like my eyeballs really big. And then you went, oh. Yep. Did I? Yep. You don't remember just now making a really Sometimes loud noise? Sometimes I think things happen like in only my head and then they happen out loud and I don't. Can we get a playback? <laughs> Did that really happen? Jay, yeah. do me a favor. Pull, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> we're going to pull that audio so that Hannah can remember the thing that she did that she didn't know she just did. Uh, plus, American <laughs> Trivia Warrior. It's all next. Stay tuned to the Marcation. We will be right back. Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MERK is my number. Merck. Well, that's how Hannah says it because she's from Washington. I uh, see Mark. Moments ago, ladies, before we get to the American Trivia Warrior, moments ago, we got a little we got a little worried about Hannah. I actually <laughs> thought maybe we need to call like the, a doctor or something. Uh, but basically what happened is Hannah was, we were talking about something. Where we were actually wrapping up. I was giving the phone number yeah. so that, I don't know why. I mean, we're not, you don't call in for American Trivia Warrior. Just force of habit, if you will. And uh, Hannah, made, she had an outburst. And when I looked at her and said, what's wrong? She goes, nothing. And I said, well, you just made a noise. And she said, no, I didn't. I was so convinced I, and I said, made a noise. Yeah, you did. She goes, no, my eye, I just my eyes opened wide. I, was, I said, no, you made an, an uh, audible noise. And everybody listening and watching on the stream verified the yeah. information. Jay, do you have that here? I do. All right, listen, Anna, listen carefully. This is exactly <laughs> what happened moments ago. Okay. Kind, just, yeah, you not know, like Hunter Biden. Yeah, it, Hannah, looks like, it looks like it might be SafeLink. SafeLink. Oh. SafeLink Wireless is a government-supported program that provides free cell phone service each month for income-eligible customers. So it might be them. It might be them. They Maybe. are out of New York. I don't know. We're going to find out. We're gonna, listen, crack investigators, get in it. Get on it. Get in it. Get in it. Get on it. Get around it. Get it, Get uh, oh. behind it and figure it out. Eight. Oh, maybe it's because, like, you were making sexual jokes, and I was like, oh. I wasn't making sexual nope. jokes, number one. And didn't number happen. two, that doesn't matter because you made the noise and claimed you didn't make the noise. I just didn't think it. You weren't listening to yourself. Somebody's got to listen to you when you talk. 
Okay. It's not me. If you're not, okay, fine. Jay, <laughs> it's your job. Uh, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for American Trivia Warrior. This is very exciting. We have a uh, we have a very fancy trophy given so to us fancy. by one of our Patriots. Current week's American Trivia Warrior is what it says on the front. It's got those stars and the bars, the big gold uh, cup. It's got the big ruby red, whatever you call it, in the middle. It's really elegant. And on the bottom, uh, we have a running tally as to who's won how many different i won't go through that now but just just so you know the winner gets to uh put a hash mark on the bottom and keep the trophy on his or his desk for the next week hannah at yeah. one of her multiple jobs <laughs> uh comes up with trivia questions every week we go back and forth basically it's the first person to answer correctly gets the point whoever has the most points at the end wins jay you ready yep hannah are you ready yeah Arr! <laughs> did you hear that yeah. Oh, okay. Right, Maybe I'm going crazy from all these jobs. You gotta be worried about what you're saying that you don't remember. I know. That's what I'm concerned. You know what? We gotta start. Okay. First right. uh, trivia question, please. Here we go. In this very popular nursery rhyme, three of which creatures? Blind mice. Yeah. I'm sorry. The answer is mice. Well. I. Seriously. <laughs> you got it right. Uh, an insomniac struggles to do what? Sleep. I was a tie. I'm sorry. Uh, the Beatles were formed in which... Liverpool! That's correct. Mm. Yo. Which composer had the Christian names Johann Sebastian? Bach. That is correct. Which long-haired cow-like animal is often kept by people living in the Himalayas? Alpaca. No. Llama. No. Cow-like. Uh, yak. Oh. Did you know you made that noise or did you just go, Yak. <laughs> Should I make it? I'm just kidding. Okay. All right, so Wait. nobody gets a point. No. Jay, how many points do you have? One. Oh, okay. Which direction is also the name of one of Kim Kardashian's- North. North. Yeah. Did you try to take that? What? I, what? He said it first. What? No, he did not. Yes, he did. You're hearing things uh, again. No, I'm not. Do you need the playback? Replay that. You said north? He yeah. said north, and he said it way before you. I didn't even like hear Like a him. solid second. I guess I stopped listening to everybody. <laughs> Goodness. Right. Okay. Wait, so he got a point for that? Yeah, he yep. got a point, and you did not. All right. Wait, was north the right answer? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Right. And I would have accepted west as well, because west is all of the kids' last names. Anyway, uh, golden, sea, and bald are all- Eagle. Yep. Mm. If you were using a spinnaker or a jib, what would you be doing? Sailing. That is correct. Is it? Whew. Okay. Uh, which famous Spanish painter was born in 1881? Salvador oh. Dali. No. No, oh. the other guy. It was uh, Pizarro. Who? Pizarro. Pablo Picasso. Yeah, Picasso. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's All right. John Steinbeck wrote a novel about- Of mice and men. Being east of which place? Oh. Oops. East of, I don't know. Eden. It's Eden. Yeah. Uh, all right. In what decade did bubble cars make their first appearance? Bubble car. What? Bubble cars. The 1970s. Nope. 60s. 50s. Next question. Uh, and, <laughs> excuse you. <laughs> Anne Frank hid in an attic in which Austria. city? Oh. In the Second World War. It was in the, in I should know this, the Fault in Our Stars, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Uh, approximately how many kilometers is in a full marathon? 5,000. No, I, don't, I have no idea. What? Yeah, that's, that's way low. That's Kilometer? Way low. Wait, way low? That's, Wait, way that's way high. Oh. <laughs> hold, on, it's, hold on, it's 26 miles. It's approximately... 
Uh, 100. No, 42.2. So if you said 42, I would have given it to you. In what year did Pepsi-Cola, you know, in what decade did Pepsi-Cola first introduce Diet Pepsi to the public? 1950. Nope. 50s. Nope. 80s. 60s. Next question. Who wrote Uncle Tom's Cabin? Oh, what's his name? Uh, that guy. Uh, uh, it was uh, that guy. Washington Irving. No. no. Oh, uh, I don't know. Harriet Beecher Stowe. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, I definitely didn't know. That girl. I know. I was like, that guy. You know, Harriet Sa- Beecher Stowe. That's what I meant. Sarah Burton, who designed Kate Middleton's wedding dress, worked for which luxury fashion house? Gucci. No. It's not Burberry either. Burberry. <laughs> Is that your answer? Sure. Alexander McQueen. Yeah. Like, I would have known that. Okay. One more question. The World Trade, Trade Organization was founded in 1995 in which European city? Uh, in Davos. No. Jay? Vienna. Geneva. No. All right. Horrible questions. Oh, my gosh. But how many did you get, Jay? Two. All right, so I win. Hey, everyone, we'll see you tomorrow. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.